0: Hello and welcome to Reading Spanish, a podcast in which we read and discuss passages from Spanish language literature. I'm your host, Nick Barr, um, and this is episode 7. I want to just have a mini-episode today. Um, I feel like it's time we read some Borges, and the uh, passage that I wanted to read today comes from the end of his essay, El Idioma Analítico, de John Wilkins, um, The whole thing is worth a read, but uh, I just wanted to read the last two paragraphs, um, and I was turned on to this by uh, The Language Log, which is a great blog um, that I'll link to in the show notes. And so just a little bit of context, um, the essay is sort of about uh, a taxonomy for language in which kind of every word, past, present, future can be presented um, and follows a, a formal structure that kind of represents Um, Everything about that word. Um, And so here's Borges. La imposibilidad de penetrar el esquema divino del universo no puede, sin embargo, disuadirnos de planear esquemas humanos, aunque nos conste que estos son provisorios. El idioma analítico de Wilkins no es el menos admirable de esos esquemas. Los géneros y especies que lo componen son contradictorios y vagos. El artificio de que las letras de las palabras indiquen subdivisiones y divisiones es, sin duda, ingenioso. La palabra salmón no nos dice nada. Zana, la voz correspondiente, define, para el hombre versado en las 40 categorías y en los géneros de esas categorías, un pez escamoso, fluvial, de carne rojiza. Teóricamente. Teóricamente, no es inconcebible un idioma donde el nombre de cada ser indicara todos los pormenores de su destino pasado y venidero. Esperanzas y utopías aparte, acaso lo más lúcido que sobre el lenguaje se ha escrito son estas palabras de Chesterton: El hombre sabe que hay en el alma tintes más desconcertantes, más innumerables y más anónimos que los colores de una selva otoñal. Cree, sin embargo, que esos tintes, en todas sus fusiones y conversiones, son representables con precisión por un mecanismo arbitrario de grunidos y de chillitos. Cree que del interior de un bolsista salen realmente ruidos que significan todos los misterios de la memoria y todas las agonías del anhelo. i um, I'm not going to translate it. But uh, I'll link to the um, language blog post that that I think has, if not a translation, it at least has the Chester quote that Borges mentions at the end. Um, and I guess this passage just sort of resonates with me. Um, it brings me back to undergrad, maybe freshman year of college, when I was sort of at my peak Borges fandom um, and really just like Super into these formal structures um, and structuralism and the idea that um, language could could be represented in um, an almost logical formal um, grammar. Uh, I was taking formal logic. Uh, I was taking lit crit and studying structuralists. I was reading Borges. Um, yeah, so I, you know, I, what I like about Borges now from this perspective is there's a little bit of sort of the tragic. Or the quixotic, um, you know, nature here. I think I was a little bit more um, optimistic ten years ago, or whenever this was. But you know, kind of the futility. This idea that, um, you know, from our mouths we can kind of make the sounds. The grunidos, which is a word I've never seen before. Grunidos, growls which I guess is sort of like a grunt. I've never seen that word either. Um, But anyway, so, you know, an arbitrary collection of grunts and growls can somehow represent, um, you know, all the the feelings and all the mysteries in the world. There's, you know, on the one hand, there's a little bit of the tragic there, but on the other, there's also sort of um, this maintenance of the idea that you know, there's sort of the angelic noumena or whatever you want to call it, like the the mystery, the post-language, beyond language world, um, which, you know, is anti-Wittgenstein. The, the limits of my language are the limits of my world, um, in which I kind of, I, I subscribe to that thinking for the most part. Um, the idea that there's actually, the, you know, there's no such thing as the unutterable what can be uttered is is actually outside of our mind and outside of our world. Um, But this is not a philosophy uh, conversation, and um, I just really like that passage. So that's it for this mini episode, episode seven. See you next time.